Welcome to You Hair Big Girls. I'm Mom Taku. And I'm Luna, and welcome back to Chojin X. <gasps> We're cut up. We're finally here for the chapter drop. <laughs> yeah, the chapter dropped, I guess, overnight. Well, overnight for me, probably early morning for you. I think so, yeah. I recently joined the Discord, and like, I cannot... I woke up this morning and I just kind of clicked on the the disc the discussion channel and there was like 500 messages and I was just <laughs> like, oh crap. So I have to like avoid Discord, avoid everything until we get this job done and read this chapter and catch up with the rest of the world. Yeah, but we're here. We're we're only a couple hours behind. So instead of six months behind. <laughs> Amazing. So when we left off, we found out that. Azuma, you were right, is a Chojin. That, um, I was thinking the chapter was named Cloaker, and that's a really unusual word. I, w- I wish I had had the time to like look to see what the Japanese word was, but it's uh, somebody, I would assume it means somebody who hides their nature or, or something. Is that what you would get from the word Cloaker? Yeah. As someone who is like hiding themselves in, in their cloak, right? Like Right. And he has like some sort of, well, it's not really a cloak, but some sort of fabric wrapped around him. Mm-hmm. So apparently he has been a Chojin, but something happened where that ability was cloaked or hidden until this moment. I'm guessing. It was more like a personality trait, right? If we take the, the text explaining how you can become a Chojin or like what people, what kind of people can become a Chojin. It's only people with a certain complex, right? Right. But I wonder if that word cloaker refers to the fact that, you know, he's been a Chojin, either since the serum or since, um, you know, something with his father. Or longer. Yes, true. Yeah. So that ability has been cloaked or it's been hidden or, you know, because I, I do think Azuma was sincere that he had no idea he was a Chojin until this happened. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. But where we ended up was everybody is hurting except Tokyo. He's the last man standing and Azuma has pointed at him and has asked him to fight or ordered him to fight. Mm. Oh, and looking at Azuma's abilities, this is not a good thing. This could be very bad. I mean, we know that things don't work out in Tokyo's favor and seeing how (laughs) Azuma just took out like all the elite Chojins. Yeah, he's got another thing coming to him, poor Tokyo. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think Azuma is in any way in control of his senses or abilities or thought processes? No, he seems... Do you think he recognizes Tokyo at this point? Maybe, but I don't think he's really consciously, like, seeing him as his friend, Tokyo. Like, maybe he recognizes, like, he can register that is someone I know, but not doesn't have any emotion or feelings. Yeah attached to that and yeah so he's in in a chaos mode i would assume Mm -hmm. yeah i agree but i guess the um the cliffhanger was that as a chojin azuma is lacking something and it stopped on what he's lacking yes and i know in the discord i think people kind of view him as some of them view him as like a character who's going to be inherently evil i'm not there yet are you no, no. Um, I would say antagonist, maybe. Definitely someone with not necessarily altruistic intentions. 
but not necessarily evil. I see him as being somebody with altruistic intentions, but oh, you do? Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's genuine. I I don't see. You know, I think he wants. I'm not there yet. (laughs) I'm not there yet. I I I, I mean, he might want to help people, but only for his own benefit, like just um, because it helps how other people perceive him, not necessarily out of the goodness or kindness of his heart. Yeah, that seems to be the consensus among what I have read. But I don't know. I'm not there yet. Like I, I. If I see Azuma going down a dark path, it's because of people like Sato who will do anything. Like he might get mixed up (laughs) with the good guys, but like the evil faction of the good guys. And maybe he lacks the ability to like draw lines. Like, is it still for the good if you're doing the most despicable thing for the good? Mm. I don't know. It could go either way, right? It could be, but I'm going to, I've decided I'm going to stand by my boy Azuma as long as I can. (laughs) Your boy. Okay. My boy. (laughs) You can have him. My boy Azuma, I like him. Okay, are we ready? We are. Let's go. Click it. Chapter 22. Okay. Wow, interesting. Okay, in actuality, God has provisioned man with but one emotion. The ability to sense when another may be a threat. That is to say, fear. The war chosen queen? I'm wondering if that's supposed to be Queen, but we will. Yeah, take I was it. also. Is that a typo <laughs> or is that a name? <laughs> this is the official. Okay, and the yeah. Well, called- I mean, but who is translating this? Because we've had some. I mean, it's the official, so yeah, that doesn't matter. We've seen that with Attack on Titan. So, who do you think is the one who senses the other as a threat? It's probably a both situation. Hmm. The chapter is called Arm Wrestling. This is exciting. Let's turn the page. Well, maybe this is what Azuma is lacking. Fear? Maybe. Hmm. I mean, he He saw did a, go after. He did yeah, go after. Yeah, a top Jojen. Yeah. Interesting. You know who I well, this is a total digression, but Sato is probably another one that has no fear because of his need to consume horrific things. Like, yeah. like he probably has got not a single fear left in this world. So Well, maybe he does, but he might be immune to a lot of things that other people <laughs> are scared of. You know, when you take in a constant diet of the most horrific and disgusting things so that you mm-hmm. can use them against other people, you probably get pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I actually hope he shows up. Like, that's my hope. Him and um, the, al- the, wait, alchemist? Yeah, alchemist. I need and to- the alchemist, yes. Yes. Okay, turn the page. The nation of the Chojin. We are getting world building. Some 70 odd years ago, the nation of the Chojin, great Guelta, Mm -hmm. its president, the war Chojin queen, here we go with the queen, that must be a proper name, invaded greater East Asia, including the land of Yamato. The great Chojin war, oh God, the great, I I almost said the great Titan war. Here we go again. (laughs) God. I can't read it anymore. You have to read the rest. <laughs> the Great Chojin War marked the first time in history when Chojin were a key force in a conflict. Well, that that adds up with the mm. Titan War. <laughs> the Hishizume Festival held in Yamato was brought to a close with the Tama Nagashi, a memorial to those lost in the war. The vast majority of the lives lost in the battle were not Chojin, but ordinary humans who had taken up arms to protect their homeland. 
The following is a surviving citation from Queem. Do we think that Queem is mother? Hmm. So long as one person is joined by another, they shall, whether consciously or not, battle to the death. Is this the Irwin Smith quote? Like, as long as there's two people left, then there will be fighting? Apparently. Oh, do you think that Queem is mother? I don't know. We'll see. But this is far more eloquently put than Erwin um, Smith, I will say. Oh, you're mean. <laughs> All right. So this is a fight. We're getting the idea that this is a fight to the death. Uh, I'm sure for Azuma. All right. Tokyo's not beast. even trying. I guess he. it's not in his nature to fight back. Not against Azuma, no. Oh, this Azuma the drug finally worked then? I'm glad. I, I was afraid you'd been killed. Oh, this is no Tokyo. This is not the time to appeal to your friends. Good nature. That's right. Even if I can become a Chojin, of course you'd be able to become one. But why is this happening? Oh, flashback. Oh, arm wrestling competition. Okay, that's where the title comes from. Mm-hmm. So Tokyo and um, Azuma are arm wrestling. Well, I don't, don't guess we see who wins, but we can make the assumption. Yeah. Okay, this is not looking good for Tokyo. <laughs> it's it's weird. Some of these this art looking like actual photographs, and yeah, you know, <laughs> and the rest Tokyo is like being thwacked along the <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. Who is yelling fight? Is it Asuma, you think, or internally Tokyo being like fight? I think it's Asuma telling him hmm. to fight. So who are the chains? Okay, so the chains have reformed all over. Yeah, I would say Asuma's, he's in like the double dark um, outlined, the word bubbles that have the double thickness. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That's not what I hear I am expecting. Can you hear me? Answer me like he's coming to himself, but he's not. Why are you looking down on me? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Toki's like, oh. Well, I was wrong. And it does he have like pincers or what is he's attached? He's done something with those chains on his arms. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, this is not good. So now we've got a pile up of vehicles, and where Oof. where are all the other Chojin? Like they knew this was a situation where where apparently the elite force of Yamato Mori is <laughs> very very small. <laughs> apparently, okay. So Azuma clearly knows this is Tokyo. He's battling, and he wants to put him in his place. Okay, I was wrong. Everybody mm -hmm. on the Discord, if you listen to this, <laughs> I I was wrong. What are you even doing, you doofus? This isn't who you are. Please, Azuma, I'm begging you. Clink. So you want to fight me that bad? Then how about I fight? Full beastification. Yeah. Oh, we go back. Yeah, it's the... Um, Azuma winning. Tokyo never stood a chance. He held out for a little while, though. He's stronger than he looks. 
Obviously, Azuma was holding back. Okay. Darn it. Zulchi, I couldn't win. But look at the look on Azuma's face and the way he's shaking. Mm. Heart it's beating. Like, yeah. Weird flashy glasses. Never a good sign. Is he like... I don't know. To be continued. <laughs> All right. That didn't feel like 35 pages to me. That did not feel like 35 pages. Uh, why? All right. So I was wrong. I really thought that, well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I still think that Azuma's generally a good person. He's got an issue. And his <laughs> issue is that he likes having Tokyo as his, like, flunky, as his um, yeah. sidekick and not... Not as the main character. Yes. He wants to be better than Tokyo. Does he has a does he have a super superiority complex instead I, of an inferiority complex? I guess, but Tokyo is not perfect either. We've already seen where he's indecisive mm. and he has an inferiority complex, and and Tokyo at this point is delighted that his friend is also a Chojin and better than him. Like he's ready to plop into that, you know, sidekick role once again. Mm. So they do have a a dynamic. So what is um, what is Azuma lacking? I don't know. It, I, it might still be fear. Might be some sort of humility. I don't know. Humbleness. Compassion. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that's made a life of being a kid crime fighter, and here he's just caused a dozen car pile up, and he's just mm. ignoring it because he wants to prove that he's better. Well, that's not a very nice chaos mode. Mm, nope. No, he's troublesome. I wonder if our Lord and Savior will come and save the day. Hoshi Sendak? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to get there. Like, I literally do not. Like, I, I love I love this series. I love where it's going. But, like, whenever there's, like, obvious things that are done for the sake of the plot, like Ellie mm. not doing anything, well, Azuma's getting destroyed. And <laughs> two people showing up. And the, not the big gun. I don't know. It's just like, okay, I don't know how long this fight has been going on, but clearly it's long enough for an entire organization of Chosens to arrive. So let's talk about this thing in the beginning about the war Chojin queen. Queen. I'm going to struggle with queen. From a Chojin nation, an entire nation made up of Chojin. And it was only 70 years ago. Mm. And they fought the rest of mankind. Who were they fighting? Well, the rest of mankind, right? Or at least in the vicinity in Asia. I wonder if there were um, Chojins on both sides of the battle. Maybe. So we did see like the world like partially destroyed. I don't know, 70 years ago, that seems like, like a not long enough time for the world to be back at the state that it is. But maybe Yamamoto was created in reaction to that to raise good Chojins and the system of, you know, categorizing people and giving them rules was, you know, I guess it was a direct result of that war and all the lives lost. Oof, I have no idea where, uh, where it's going. The fact that the president was also called war Chojin, that that's like, okay. I wonder why this country was like founded or created. Like what was it all like people like naturally becoming Chojins? I doubt that. 
if you have an entire nation, they must have had like injections or something around back then. I don't know. And what was the goal? Was it also out of frustration of how Chojans were treated or were there other reasons back then? I mean, that's the question, right? Is this, I, I keep getting like, and I don't know if it's because the series is called Chojan X. I keep mm -hmm. getting like X-Men vibes where the conflict is that society is looking down on these people mm. who are different and taking action against them. And some are good ones trying to work within the system. And then there's the Magneto ones who are trying to force their point and mm. be themselves unapologetically, turn everybody into them. That way the system changes in its entirety. But I don't know if that feeling that that's what this is, is because of the similarity in the names. Like at first I thought this could be like a My Hero Academia thing where people have quirks and some use it well and some don't. But mm. I don't know. I still maybe – and again, maybe this is my Attack on Titan thing. I still feel like the the evil in this series is going to be the system and not the people. Like it's going to be the world, the way people are being mistreated, the Trojans are being mistreated. But a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Although – I, at the end of the Attack on Titan, I wouldn't say it was the system. <clears throat> no, it wasn't. I mean, it was... <laughs> well, the system gave birth to Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager was the result of a was system. Was he? He was born that way. He was born that way. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. And this is a quote from my friend Ghostmarter. That genocidal maniac was a flower, but not the garden. But it's the mm. one that flourished. So it was like he was just born in a in a perfect storm and in a system that was against every part of his being. And what happened was when you have a garden that's covered in salt water, only certain weeds are going to grow. And that's what happened with Aaron Yeager, which I think I think I, I agree with that. I will too. I do think it was more the system that was the evil, but it gave birth to the monster. No, I didn't give birth to the monster. Let the monster flourish. There you go. It killed off all of hope, and all that was left was the weapon. We make everything about AOT. I guess it's inevitable I mean, for a little while. Yeah. Ashita's begging for it with this whole great Trojan War thing. I mean, it's hard not to draw the parallels. Yes, let's, let's go to the have a look at the subreddit. Yes. A 22 discussion thread. Uh, being in the Discord has made me realize like what a fake fan I am and how little I know about Ishida and about everything. It's yeah, we we are officially the noobs in this. We are. Uh, somebody left a message on our um, chapter 20, uh, 20 and 21 reaction. I was like, God damn, we really are. Yep. We need to get more invested in this. <laughs> All right. The top comment at this point is many lines. 9136. This chapter was amazing. It goes to show while Tokyo always looked up to Azuma, Azuma has always feared that Tokyo would become better than him one day. Mm -hmm. From the moment Tokyo let him win the arm lustering match up to this point in the story, Azuma had always felt like Tokyo was looking down on him, that his potential was as great, if not bigger than his. I saw it as Azuma being the one who went easy. Did I read that wrong? Um, I think so, because Tokyo held out for a little bit, but you could see Azuma's arm shaking, so it must have taken him a little bit of strength to beat him. And I think it, the implication was, although I'm not 100% sure, was indeed that Tokyo let Azuma win, because 
maybe he just doesn't believe in himself and he's like, right. well, Tokyo, uh, you know, Azuma's going to win anyway, so I might as well just give up now. Well, in one of those panels, Azuma definitely looks terrified, like he won, but he can't believe he won. So there's definitely that mm. element of, oh, crap, in his expression. And then on the final page, what could be de- taken as fear? Wow. See, this is why I like being current. We get to read all of this. <laughs> so, yeah, transient snortitude agrees with me that Tokyo probably didn't let Azuma win for the sake of winning, but his lack of confidence or ambition holds him back from realizing his potential. Nairu, if we go by the narration, what Azuma lacked was fear, and Tokyo is the only person who's made him afraid. Do you agree with that? Yeah, that makes sense if we follow the narrative of this chapter. One of the replies says, Dragon Ball Z community stares at Gohan. I have no idea who Gohan is, but I know you do. (gasps) That was a genuine shock. What? How do you not know Gohan? Oh, I thought you were shocked at the person's comment. Like it was just that good. I don't know Dragon Ball Z. Oh my God. Well, that was like the anime everyone grew up with, you know, my generation. So... (laughs) Uh, but it's a, it's a Goku's son, like the okay. He 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 gets like introduced in Dragon Ball Z. Do you see the comparison between Azuma and Gohan? Gohan? No, Gohan is a sweetie, and he gets more powerful. And then the fans were complaining Goku has to be the hero, <laughs> and they nerfed him, and it's so irritating. <sighs> oh, Azuma is like the complete opposite of Gohan. Well, then maybe Tokyo is the one they're saying is like Gohan. That makes more sense. Okay. That must be what they're saying. How do you not know Gohan? I know. I'm a fake fan. Yours. Like, you don't even know your basics. How is this? I I watched Full Metal Alchemist. Trust me. When I got into anime, like, Mm -hmm. it's it's Yeah, but you have to go to your classics. You have to go further back than Full Metal Alchemist. I did Yu Yu Hakusho. How about that? That's a classic. Yeah, that's that's, that's a a classic, but further back. But isn't, like, Dragon Ball Z, like... A bajillion episodes and... There's um, a, a Dragon Ball Kai now, which is like the condensed version without the filler. Maybe that's when I... Like I watched Evangelion when I was getting into anime because I do acknowledge that, you know, you have to know... You have to read the foundational texts. You have to know your history. Exactly. Like you have to know the, the, the big three of each generation, right? Right. So that you can kind of see the inspiration for other manga going forward. So I'm guessing what Bleach and Dragon Ball Z are the two that I'm like lacking. Yeah, so it was One Piece and Naruto and Bleach. I and have then, watched a couple episodes of Naruto, not the whole thing. Nah. Then um I think now it's um still One Piece. Yeah. Uh, My Hero Academia was really big and Attack on Titan was also really big, but yeah. I don't know which the th- big three are now, but le- well, One Piece still. But <laughs> At this moment, it's Spy Kids or Spy Family. Spy Family. Oops. Which I have not watched. Yeah, Spy Kids is a different, <laughs> different IP. <laughs> okay. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name, but now I am really interested in the war Chojin queen. I mean, come on, a fucking mm. war Chojin lol. But man, <laughs> those people who predicted the rivalry between Azuma and Tokyo surprised me. I was thinking oh. it was more a hide Kaneki relationship. And maybe that way regarding Tokyo, but Azuma seems to have the complex that was described. Yeah, I am with this person. Like, I totally, I thought the rivalry would be normal. Like, you know, we, we're friends and we have, I mean, you have like little areas with your friends that are like 
sticky or competitive. I don't know that we're competitive necessarily, but you know, you relationships are complicated things. And I assume they just had kind of the typical like push and pull that people have in their relationships. So I was wrong. I'm going to say it again. Everybody on the Discord, I was wrong. <laughs> say it one more time, please. I was wrong. <laughs> but I'm still going to stand my boy Asima. I stand everybody in this series. There's not a single character at this moment that I would just roll my eyes at. Donikori says, I almost feel uh, shell-shocked after reading this chapter and really sad too. Azuma's messed up, but I can relate to him, especially as a kid. I agree with that too, but Shonen doesn't seem to take aging to consideration. Like if this was Western media, I think the mm -hmm. fact that he's, you know, a middle school kid would be a problem. <laughs> but this is Shonen, so he does not get the kid card. Except for us, the readers. But I, I agreed with that. I comment. think he's like, looking back as Azuma as a kid, like the when they were um, arm wrestling. Mm. I think that's. But he's what still he a kid. To. He's still a middle schooler. I right? mean, still, <laughs> or maybe a high schooler. <laughs> but like, he's a teenager now. And we still don't know what the wheelchair is. The wheelchair is going to be nope. something. You know what I love looking at these comments is that everybody seems to love it. Like. I think I think people are really riding high on this series. It's not like Attack on Titan where everyone's just railing on every little detail that disappointed them and making it a bigger issue than it is. It's just it's just a lot of love. Oh, okay. I have found a timeline that was included in the first volume. Yeah, I see this is something else I learned on the Discord. Ah. Apparently there's been all these extras in every volume. So there's been three volumes out. And each of the volumes includes bonus stuff that we, because we are fake fans, did not know about. <laughs> yeah, another reason to buy the volumes. Oh, no. I don't like the way this is translated. Um, they say uh, in the asterisk, Chojin also means Übermensch, which I don't like that. What does that mean? Übermensch is like the... Um, Kind of what you would uh, refer to, like the the Germans, like themselves um, in the oh, Second World War, they were like it, the Übermensch. And I don't, I mean, he becomes the first Chojin, and he refers himself as the Chojin of War from then on. Let's see, and oh, here he calls himself Kiem, not Queen. I don't know. Mm. Kept his abilities hidden and purged those who knew of his power. Oh, okay. that's like that seems like some pretty significant bonus information. To me, I don't know, maybe it does have a, a different meaning in Japanese, but if I look, take it literally, it just means like superhuman, right? So, right. But he could, yeah. I don't, I still don't like the parallel per se, but okay. I hope this isn't, again, not to make everything about Attack on Titan. I, I don't have like the World War II vibes, and I hope I don't get that. Yeah, let's, like, let's stay away from that. Let's please stay away from that. Okay. Each country sends out its own Chojin to battle. So you were right. There's more Chojin. Okay. And he was assassinated in 1927 hmm. by a, another Chojin. Wait. So all of this world building was included in a volume extra? Yep. <laughs> Dang. And then in 46 is when... 
so after what we would say is the second, I love how everything happens, you know, after the first world war and the second world war. Right. So not trying to draw any direct parallels there. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Establish of autonomous countries. So, and then we are apparently in 1998, <laughs> which, you know, the, there's a bit of technology referencing that. And there's a bit of anachronistic technology. All right. Send me the link to that and we'll be sure to include it in the um, in the YouTube notes for other normies like me. <laughs> yeah. For all the normies out there. For all I the need to rename the podcast to Normies React to Chojin X. You hear normies. That's it. That's <laughs> oh, gosh. The rebrand is coming, folks. <laughs> all right. Well, back to waiting. So... Looks like two weeks. Well, maybe two weeks, one week, three weeks. Depends on how long the next chapter is going to be. <laughs> yep. Do you have any predictions? Do you, I don't think anyone's going to die. I mean, I think it's way too early in this series for... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think it might, uh, might be the beginning of a, a long rivalry between Azuma and Tokyo. I feel like to, uh, Azuma might be heading out on his own. Well, I... I mean, I keep talking about this alchemist, but maybe he shows up and takes Azuma and alchemist? Tokyo. Alchemist? It's not an alchemist. The apothecary. Apothecary. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Not full metal alchemist either. <laughs> <sighs> I need my ginkgo. No Kyojins. <laughs> no <laughs> alchemists. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if... Uh, Azuma's going to be picked up because that part where mother was like, I can feel my Chojin being born. Maybe it was Azuma. I don't know. Maybe who, either. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Maybe it could be an either or. But I still think, I still think at this point, Azuma's going to be okay and he's going to go to Yamamoto and they're going to try to work on their issues a little bit. Yeah. I still think so. I still hope so. Yeah. You think so? I wonder. I just think it's too soon for Azuma to become like dark Azuma and join the rebels and become mothers, you know? Oh, no, no. I don't think that per se, but I do think maybe he's going to like drift somewhere in between the Yamato Mori guys and the mother and uh, no mask factions. Well, Sato and Hoshi Sendek better hurry up and get there because the no mask dude is going to yeah, be there soon. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to be... Manning the Yamato Mori school, but whatever. Just get yeah. there. <laughs> Somebody's got to get there. But they only have like six people working there. Apparently. <laughs> Organization of like seven people. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm happy with this chapter though. Like I love that we got that like huge dump of world building, which apparently the non-normies already knew about, but was new to me. And mm. um, just incredible action. So great pacing. Yeah, definitely. It just oh, little flashbacks nice. worked in to kind of make it emotional. Really, really well done chapter. Bravo, Suishida. And we're desperately waiting for chapter twenty-three. Yes, he owns us. <laughs> we are his. We are enslaved to him, chained mm -hmm. to him. That's what all those chains are about. Well, we'll be waiting. <laughs> As always, if you enjoyed listening to this chapter, please comment, like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.